0: So, hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of our four part series, where we are learning about the Azure Health Box. My name is Inat Grudai Delovich. I'm a program manager for the Microsoft Health and Life Sciences organization. With me today, we have Nihal and Fotini. Nihal, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. Hi, everyone. I'm Nihal. I'm a beta Microsoft Learn student ambassador and I'm currently pursuing my B.Tech in Computer and Communications Engineering from MIT Manipal. I love developing awesome apps and websites, and yeah, that's pretty much it about me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Thank you. Fotini.
2: Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Fatnisa Vidhu. Uh, I'm a Microfile student ambassador from Greece, and I study Electrical and Computer Engineering at the Resolve University of Thessaloniki. I'm so glad to be here with you and I hope that everyone will enjoy our session about Azure Health Bot.
0: Great. Thank you. So today we're really excited to be here. It's our second session. Last week we learned how to build your first Azure Health Bot instance. Today we will learn about language understanding and built-in scenarios that you can configure inside the Azure Health Bot. Next week, we will learn some additional enhancements, so I invite you to come back. And in the last session, we will talk about real life use cases of the Azure Health Bot. The session today is live. Feel free to just write in any comment or question. We will answer those at the end or if we can, as we go along as well. We are doing a walkthrough of our online learning modules. So please go ahead after the session and complete the entire learning module at aka.ms/learn. In the first part, we will go through module number three, where we will talk about language understanding in the Azure Health Bot. So today in this first part, we will learn about LUIX, concepts like intent, utterances, and entities. We will learn about different language models and how you can add them into your Azure Health Bot. And we will learn how to integrate LUIS and REGEX language models into your own Azure HealthBot instance. So the Azure Health Bot supports different types of language models. We have built-in language models that they actually come out of the box with your Azure HealthBot. And by default, they're already used to trigger some built-in scenarios you can always reconfigure and remap them to your own custom scenarios, and we will learn how to do that today as well. In addition, you can build your own custom language model, where you can actually train your own language models and and tailor it to to your own uses. So, Built-in system models use proprietary recognition methods. You can't edit the actual language model, but you can remap it to a different intent or to a different scenario. So the example of some of our built-in medical models, for example, we have the medical complaints model. This model understands when a patient complains about a certain um, complaint that he had. So for example, a patient may say, I have a headache. The the model will know how to recognize that this is a a medical complaint. And then it will extract some additional key information so that it can make a diagnosis. And and this actually triggers our built-in triage protocol that uh, we've learned a little bit about last week and we will also learn about today. In addition, we have the medical information request model. So this can be used to understand when a patient is asking for information about a medical concept. For example, I could ask the Azure Health Bot for some information about uh, diabetes, what are the complications, what are the symptoms of diabetes, and the Azure Health Bot will recognize this and know how to trigger the scenario that can give me the relevant information. We also have the drugs and medication model that can be triggered when we are asking, for example, what are the complications or side effects of taking Advil? This will trigger a certain built-in scenario that gives you information about this specific drug. So as I've explained, we can also use our own custom language models for the Azure Health Bot one of those custom language models is the regular expression model. This is usually used when you want to understand a very simple and predictable command. So for example, you may want to um, understand the regex pattern of help, and that will match any utterance such as, I need help, please help, and more. So the the Azure Health Bot will know how to calculate which is the highest uh, predicted a match uh, to the regex pattern and will know how to trigger whatever scenario you have mapped to that. In addition, you can also create your own custom language understanding module. You can use LUIS, which is the Azure-based conversational AI service. You do not need to be a machine learning expert, you don't need to be an AI expert. LUIS can be easily used to create your own language model, and input into it your own utterances, your own intents. We will learn about all of these today. and You can also learn a lot about Lewis by going online to aka.mslearn and actually do the complete learning path of Lewis because it has a lot of capabilities. We will just touch some of these capabilities today and understand how to integrate them into the Azure Health Box. So we will begin now a, a demo, and uh, Nihal, do you want to take over and show our audience how they can actually set up these language models, how they can configure them, and how, how they can integrate them into the Azure Health Bot? Please.
1: Yeah, sure, Ena. Let me just share my screen. Um. um Yeah, so we can see that. Great, so now we'll create a new uh, regular expression model. So you need to be on the Azure Health Bot page for this. So as you can see now, I'll just type in greetings and the description for the language model. And yeah. And also as a regular expression, I'll just type in a normal hello, regular expression. Okay, sounds good. And now for the intent, I will map it to an intent that has not been created yet in the health bot. So we'll talk about intents a bit later as well. And now let me just add it to the built-in greeting uh, scenario and I'll create it. Awesome. So our language model has been created. And now, yeah. You can Actually, see in
0: this page, Nihal, you can see all the built in language models as well, right? This is just yeah, yeah. users know where to go. Yeah. So let me just
1: type in hello. And yeah, that should, yes. So that's triggered the scenario appropriately. So that's awesome. So our language model works. Late. Yeah, that's it from my side, Ana. Okay, great. And
0: just uh, one moment. So let's go back and continue. So we are going to do a short knowledge check, and I really invite all the audience uh, to do this knowledge check together with us, uh, answer as we go along. Uh, Nihal, I'm going to ask you, So Sarah has been having severe pain in her lower back recently. She's also been experiencing frequent headaches. She decides to consult an app which uses the Azure Health Bot to find the root cause. So which model would be best suited to handle this situation? Is it A, Regex? Is it B, the Lewis model? Or is it C, our system models? What do you think would be the right answer in this case?
1: Well, so first of all, I would like to say that you know, Lewis, using Lewis models, this can definitely be done. Uh, regular expression models are more for you know normal uh, uh, normal utterances like you know something like I need help or something very simple uh, that regular expression models can handle. Lewis models can be machine trained to you know handle any pretty much any utterance, but I would go for system models for this. Because system models have been pre-trained to kind of uh, be able to uh, you know figure out these medical uh, medical complaints. So yeah, I would definitely go with system models.
0: Okay, and let's see what our audience has answered. I wonder what kind of answers we have received. So it looks like most have gone along with a C as well. So let's see if that's the right answer. And C is right. So as we've explained, awesome. our built-in system models can already recognize medical complaints. So that's why we do not need to create a new Lewis language model to recognize this. And we can just go with our system models. That's right. So, let's continue, Nihal, and uh, do you want to walk our audience through creating the Lewis Conversation app? Maybe explain to them a little bit about Lewis because I'm not sure everybody really uh, knows how to use it and how we can integrate that into our Azure Health Bot.
1: Yeah, sure, definitely. So again, let me just share my screen. So as you can see, we are on the Lewis, uh, the Lewis, the page the Lewis homepage, and I will tell you, I will talk. Uh, through on how to create a conversa- uh, appointment booking uh, Lewis language model or rather appointment booking Lewis conversation app so you need to be on www.lewis.ai to be able to you know create a Lewis language model so um, yeah so today I'll as I said I'll be uh, talking you through how to make an appointment booking conversation mm-hmm. app I already have one pre-configured, so we can, you know, add it to the help out later. So I'll just click on create a new app and just type in a name. So let's just type in booking okay, and uh, yeah. So for the culture, we'll leave it as English. The description, I'll just type in a description there. Um, yeah, that's it. And now for the prediction resource, so you have two options for your prediction resource. You can either you know, go to the lowest portal and then configure, as in this lowest portal that we're using, you can create it without a prediction resource and add it later, or you can go to the Azure portal and create a luis resource there and do it. So I'll, I already have created it on the portal. So let me just go ahead and use that. Um, Yeah. Okay. There we go. And I'll click on just create this. Awesome. Great. So our uh, conversation app has been created. And now, so you need to keep in mind three concepts when using lowest models: your intents, utterances, and entities. Let's get to utterances first. So, what are utterances? Utterances are, you know, sentences that you could expect the user to ask. For example, you know, how do I book an appointment in this case? Or I would like to book an appointment with a physician tomorrow for my back pain. How would I, uh, can you, can you book one for me, please? Stuff like that. So those are the utterances and coming to intents. So what are intents? Intents is what your user is trying to say through those utterances. So when the user says, I would like to book an appointment tomorrow, The intent behind the user saying that is that he wants to book an appointment, right? So, you know, that would be the intent. And then coming to entities, entities are pretty much important pieces of information in your utterance that you'd like to extract. For example, when you say, I would like to book an appointment tomorrow at 3 p.m. with the dermatologist. So the entities there would be, I would like to book an appointment tomorrow at 3 p.m. With a dermatologist tomorrow. So, you know, 3 p.m. and dermatologist are two important parts you would like to, you know, get. So, let me just create a new intent and create. So, I'll just click on and, okay, awesome. So, let me just add a couple of utterances in for this just so we can just train this. Um, yeah, okay, so I've added one, so one of our utterances has been added. Awesome. And let me just add another one. Uh, Okay. Awesome. So our utterances have been added and now what I would like to do is, so as you can see here, you know, you have your uh, utterances ready and let me just, um, uh, I'll just go to the ent- entities page. So let's add an entity now. We'll call it doctor type. So what we want to do is we want to kind of extract the important pieces of information which would be doctored in this case. I'll select it as a list entity. You also have four other types of entities, right? So let's just go with list for now. You can read more about the other types on the Microsoft docs website as well. So be sure to check that out. And we have created our doctor type entity. So let me just add in a couple of examples like the, all the just i hope i spell that right great and uh, let me just add in one more um, awesome so let me just give synonyms to these as well so when you add utterances you know you can't expect your patients always to say dermatologist you know they might say stuff like skin doctor or skin specialist as well so we'll add in synonyms for these entities as well to be able to recognize these entities And awesome, we've added our entities. And let's just head back to the Intents page and go back to our appointment intent. And awesome, as you can see, uh, the entities have been extracted from the utterances. And yeah, so they have, so as you can see, these two have been uh, extracted. And um, so let's talk about the non-intent. So what is the non-intent? Right. So anytime, you know, you have your user saying random stuff, like, say, for example, your user says, I want to, you know, I want to book an appointment with a hairdresser tomorrow, you know, when it's a health bot. And the user says that, or, you know, what's the football score today? So you can handle stuff like that with a non-intent. You can just map it to, you know, stuff that you don't really need that, you know, random stuff that the user might say. So let's just train the app now on the utterances we have entered. Awesome, so the app has been trained and I'll just test it. I'll just test it with a few sample utterances. So let me just type in this first one. Um, Awesome. So it, I think it's rightly classified it as the book appointment intent. That's awesome. It's and good. now, uh, yeah, let me, I'll just type in something random. And as you can see, it has classified this as a book appointment intent as well. So what happened here? Right? So what happened? Why did this happen? So it's pretty, the reason is pretty simple. You know, when you, you, make a machine learning model. If you're familiar with machine learning, the more samples, generally the more samples your model has, the better it tends to perform. So here, because it has, you know, we have just added two utterances, right? Just two examples. So there's no way that, you know, it might really give you a good result. So what we'll do is we'll just help Lewis out a bit and we'll assign this to a new uh, to a different intent, to the right intent, right? So I'll just, click on the intent and I'll assign it to a new intent. So awesome, we have done that, it helped Louis out a bit and we'll train our app again with these new changes that we've made. Okay, so our app is training and awesome. I really love the speeds on the Azure website, they're really awesome. And um, great, so let's just test it once more, just to be sure. I mean, yeah, so let me just enter these two. Um. Okay, so I think it's rightly classified. It now great. Well, as you can see, the the accuracy is still like the confidence score is still a bit low. That's because again we have just two samples, right? So yeah, so um, great. So we've I think got these both right. Okay, so uh, let's. So I think what I will do now is, since you know our model is working well enough, I'll just maybe go ahead and I'll publish the model. So on the top right, I'll just click on publish and I'll push it to production. And done. Great. So now it'll publish, and it's published that quick. Awesome. And so what I'll do is now. Uh let me just uh head back to language models, right? So what we want to be able to do is we just created a book appointment language model, right? We what our aim should be is for the user to be able to enter the utterance and get that, you know, get that language model. Uh we need to integrate that language model in the Azure health part. To, for the user to be able to use it, right? So how do we do that? How, you know, Lewis to language mod, uh, to uh, the Azure help bot? how do we do that? Right, so let's just head back to the Lewis homepage. And now what I'll do is, so we are in the Manage pane now. So I will just go ahead and yeah, I'll just go back. So I've already created a model beforehand with enough entities and intents so that we won't have any problem while testing it. So, um, Uh, let me just go and go to the under the manage tab so i'll just copy my app id for now and i'll head back to the azure health bot portal okay so i'll just click create a new language model and we want uh, we'll just call this as a awesome and i'll add a description as well so you just want the type to be Lewis. So we also have QA Maker and regular expressions. Regular expressions I showed you earlier. QA Maker, um, uh, we'll be doing it next week. So something to look forward to next week as well. And yeah, so I can just, uh, yeah, I'll just select Lewis. I think, yeah, I'll just select Lewis and I'll just paste in my application. ID. Okay, wait. So the location, make sure you use the same location that Lewis is created in. And I just copied my pasted my application ID. I'll head to Azure Resources and under prediction resource I'll copy my primary key. Okay. Copy the primary key and I'll head back to the HelpBot portal and I'll put that under the subscription ID. And I'll leave the other you know fields as default and I'll just fetch the Lewis intents. So amazing. You know, we have been able to get Lewis integrated. So, the book appointment language model that we created in the Lewis portal is now in Azure helpbot, Bot. And I'll just map that to a template scenario that I've created. Uh, Fortini will be talking to you about template scenarios later as well. So, I'll just add that model. And awesome. So, let's just test that model out on the website. And I'll just type in hi. You know, just saying hi to the Azure helpbot. Bot. And I'll just type in something like this. And yep. awesome. So as you can see, it has rightly triggered the right scenario, which is the book appointment scenario. And we've got we've gotten the right, we've gotten the right result, right? So that's awesome. So Inna, that's it from me. Thank you. Uh,
0: it's really awesome. So Seems like you can do so much with Lewis and everybody can just go and, and learn more about Lewis and then integrate that into your own Azure Healthbox. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Thank you. So let's go again to a short knowledge check. I invite all of our audience to join us on this knowledge check. Uh, Nihal, can you help me here? So- Yeah, definitely. Kind of fill the blank. So while blank are required, blank are optional. Would it be while intents are required, entities are optional? Is it while entities are required, intents are optional? Or are utterances required and intents are optional? So I invite everybody to answer, and uh, Nihal definitely went over this earlier today. Uh, Nihal, what, what is the right answer in this case,
1: do you think? Well, so let me just make it clear that utterances and intents are vital for your app, right? So the user, you know, says an utterance, and you need to find out the intent and trigger the right scenario. So utterances and uh, and intents are very vital to your to Lewis. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, you don't have two options saying this and that are required. Mm-hmm. So one is required and the other is optional. So entities are optional when you create a language model. So I would go with intents and entities. Option A.
0: Okay, that sounds right. Let's see what our users have answered. So I see that uh, most have answered A. Let's see what's the right answer. So while intents are required, entities are optional indeed. That's the right answer. Thank you very much. Um, And We have one more question. So, Nihal, what is the purpose of the non-intent? The non-intent is used when a user sends null requests. Or is it B, the non-intent is used to remove spaces or punctuation from the ends of utterances? Or is it C, random utterances that do not map to any of your intents can be mapped to none? What do you think would be the right answer?
1: So, you know, when you think about it, so first let's, uh, you know go into this perspective that none is an intent right none is like something you would like to recognize from a language model so when you talk about this the first two options so the none intent is used when a user sends null requests so you know that it doesn't really make sense for the user to send a null request in the case of the health bot right so i so option a it, it can't be option a and as for option B, the non-intent is used to remove spaces or punctuation from the ends of utterances. So none the non-intent again, as I said, it isn't uh, it, it isn't a function, a Python function or something like that that removes uh, spaces and punctuation, and it's an intent. So any random utterances that don't map to any of your intents. So when the user says, "Hey, I want an ice cream" or something like that, so you know you can just map it to the non-intent. So, the, I think the right answer would be option C.
0: Okay. So, let's see. Our users, some actually answered B and some answered C. So, I, we're just reiterating what Michal just explained. So, we use none to, to map any intent that, that doesn't map to, to our usual intent. So, any random utterances, we would want to map that to none. We've seen an example earlier. And that is indeed the right answer, uh, C. And we do have one question here from one of our audience, and that's asking if we have a language model to support adverse events. So I assume you're talking about adverse reactions to a a drug or to a medication. Um, If not, then you can connect me directly and we we can talk about this. Uh, So as I've explained earlier, we do have a language model that supports information about drugs. So it would also include any adverse and side effects and such. I, I hope I understand uh, the question correctly. Feel free to elaborate on that question. And um, at the end of the session, we can talk about that a little bit more. So uh, we finished this first part where we talked about language understanding. And I hope everybody now has a basic understanding of Lewis. Uh, I encourage you to learn more about it because it really has a lot of capabilities, and all those capabilities can be integrated to the Azure Health Bot. We've learned about the different language models that the Azure Health Bot supports, and we should now know how to create the language models and how to integrate those into your Azure Health Bot instance. So again, if you have any more questions, you can raise them, and we will go through the questions later on uh, during the Q&A session. So uh, that was a short summary, and let's go to our second part today. Today in our second part we're reviewing module number 4. You can go to online to aka.ms/learn and complete the entire learning module. And we're actually reviewing that learning module so feel free to go back afterwards and, and do it again from scratch and, and really you know go into each section and learn about it. The objectives for today are to learn about built-in scenarios, identify what are the built-in scenarios that come with your Azure health bot instances and how you can use them best for your own use case. So we talked a little bit about scenarios last week and and what are the scenarios, and let's talk about built-in scenarios. So built-in scenarios are either the built-in medical scenarios that we've also discussed a little bit, such as symptom checking or triaging a medical condition. We also have a built-in scenario for finding information about a certain disease or condition, or finding information about types of drugs their, their side effects, or such built-in scenarios, which are not specifically to the medical field, but general uh, built-in scenarios, such as getting a user consent for using the Azure Health Bot, or typing in, forget me, and have the Health Bot forget your entire conversation because you may not want it to save your information. Of course, all of these built-in scenarios can be configured, for different functionality and behavior, and you can actually extend and configure them for your own use case, and even extend them into your own new scenarios that you can create. So so let's go ahead with the Photonit, and together, let's test and configure a built-in scenario. Photonit, do you want to show our audience how you can do this?
2: Yes, sure, Zasi, let me share my screen. And everyone, you can open your own HealthBot and the website to explore the building capabilities of Azure HealthBot together. So Azure health Bot supports both some building scenarios for popular uh, healthcare use cases, and some building commands that help users navigate conversation. Uh, so in our website, let's start with the first building scenario, which is the triage and symptom checking. In this case, the user describes a symptom to the bot, for example, let's try, I have a headache. And then the bot collects some additional information such as the biological sex or uh, my age. And some additional symptoms, let's try fever and feeling sick and white laws. Now the bot assesses the reported symptoms and suggests how to react and possible causes for the problem. The symptom assessment section uh, is pretty long and I have to answer many questions to complete scenario. Uh, you can explore the scenario in your own health box and see uh, what is the recommendation of the bot. But for now, I will use a building command to force this scenario to end and begin a different scenario. Uh, So to end this scenario, just type cancel. And the bot informs me that this conversation has ended. Now, one popular use cases of bots in healthcare is to provide information about medical concepts, uh, symptoms, conditions, and online medical resources. Uh, just search from some results about diabetes. I type information about diabetes. As as you can see, uh, the bot replies uh, with a, a brief summary about diabetes <laughs> and the source of information. There are also some additional ways to search for online medical resources. Uh, you can type what are the symptoms of diabetes and uh, you can also type resources for diabetes. And here you can see a comprehensive guide to diabetes, videos, tutorials and other online resources. Uh, our helpbot can also provide information about a type of a brand of drugs. Uh, you can use information about, for example, aspirin. And again, here's a list of links to online medical resources. So this is just a brief summary of all the available building commands of uh, building scenarios of Azure helpbot. Let's move forward and explore some building commands that help users interact with the Azure help bot. We have already used the cancel command to force an active scenario to end. Another common building command is the what do you know command to see what the bot remembers about you. And now, based on the information that I provided to the bot in the first scenario, uh, the bot knows my age and my gender. Based on the scenarios that you triggered, uh, you may see additional uh, information here. And if you want to delete all the data that uh, bot has learned about you, you can use uh, the forget me command. Uh, the forget me command deletes uh, all the variables that the bot has associated with you and the conversation history. Uh, now, you can also leave feedback about the interaction with the bot uh, by typing feedback. And you will see a nice feedback form. Uh, let's try very satisfied. And uh, let's try. The bot is awesome. And uh, now you can also request to view the terms of use and privacy policies uh, using terms. And here's the link to the terms of use and privacy policy. And of course, you can specify your own links uh, here, as we will see in a few minutes. Uh, You can also see uh, the list of all the available building commands by typing help. The help summary is a configurable list of commands that are understood uh, by the board. Uh, By default, the summary uh, includes system commands that are available in every help bot instance. But of course, you can customize the help summary uh, using the configuration menu as we will see right now. so let's close the website and go to configuration. And a uh, configuration menu contains uh, detailed configuration items that control every aspect of the Hellbos instance functionality. The configuration items are grouped into three categories: medical, compliance, and conversation. Let's start with the medical tab. On the medical tab, you can you uh, a the behavior of the built in tri- triage symptom checking and medical information scenarios. For example, under triage symptom checking, uh, you can set a message when returning to triage from an interrupting scenario, or specify age range to about pregnancy, or configure yeah. the questions about symptom collection, uh, symptom checking and assessment, and many more. Uh, on the Medical Information tab, you can configure uh, the responses to questions about medical consent, uh, conditions, symptoms, and online medical resources. Uh, These tabs uh, configure the, uh, the big scenario that we saw before in the website. Uh, now, under compliance, you can configure co- uh, topics related to privacy, security, terms, and consent. The privacy configuration items configure how any user manages data. Uh, for example, you can set uh, a confirmation message uh, that displayed uh, when the user types, what do you know about me? You can also uh, just hover over the eye and see a small description of about its item. Security refers to the security settings of Azure Health Bot, uh, such as uh, you can set conversation timeout or require end user authentication. And in the last tab, at the term and Concept, uh, you configure terms to meet legal requirements. And here you can set the URL for the terms of service and privacy policy. and Of course, you can add some other uh, configuration items. Now, let's explore and the last step, the conversation tab. On interactions, you configure built-in scenarios that interact with your end users. For example, you can set a default reply for other that are not understood, or the default uh, default error or retry message. Uh, You can also set an automatic welcome message or an automatic welcome scenario. Uh, Let's click on this one and try welcome to our bot, type help to see what this bot can do. Click on save and open the website again. And as you can see, this is the automatic welcome message. On the notification tab, uh, you configure scenarios that uh, help users navigate conversation. For example, as I mentioned before, yeah, you can configure the Help menu. Uh, you can remove items from the list or add new items. Let's try to remove the, the cancel command. Let's say uh, click on Remove Item and then click Save. and Let's open the website to see the changes. Uh, I will type help, and as we can see, the help summary has been updated. The first command, the cancel command, has been removed from the list. Uh, okay, this is great, I think, and uh, let's go to the spelling. Uh, help will b- provide a built-in speller to pass all addresses through the spelling set before processing by the natural language understanding model. Each speller is enabled. Uh, all uh, user in the uh, utterances are spelled except if they are not understood in the original spelling. So I have enabled the speller, click on save and open the website to see how the bot reacts. I will type this white right message which contains some spelling mistakes. And as we can see the bot at that I mean uh, I have a headache, I click on yes, and then the bot it triggers the triage and symptom setting scenario. Uh, I think we can close that. And let's move forward to the last part of this demo, which is the human handoff. Azure Help can provide users with such support from life savings. Uh, for example, a triage flow can be handed off to a doctor or a nurse. On the hand Handoff tab, uh, you can enable uh, human Handoff and configure Handoff to Life Agents using uh, Microsoft Teams or Dynamics. Uh, configuration using Microsoft Teams and Dynamics requires uh, many steps, so I will not show you in this session. but you can find more information on Microsoft Learn and Microsoft Docs. Uh, so This is a brief summary of all the building capabilities of Azure HelpBot. You will learn how to extend uh, the building functionality of Azure HelpBot in, next, in the next season, uh, next week. Uh, Annette, I think we can go back to you.
0: Thank you, Pottini. So Wow, that's a lot of configuration. Uh, again, you can find everything. Uh, online, so I encourage you to go to aka.ms/learn or to the documentation of the Azure Health Bot and, and even play with this a little bit more on your own instance. Uh, let's do a short uh, knowledge check together. Please, everybody join up. Uh, so Fotini, which of the following scenarios is a built-in scenarios? Is it A, the Health Bot instance allows customers to schedule appointments easily and securely, or is it B, the HealthBot instance provides information about health plan details, such as pricing and benefits. Or would it be C? The HealthBot instance provides information about medical condition, system, symptoms, causes, and complications. Which of these can built in to the Azure HealthBots?
2: So, as we said, there are three main types of building scenarios. TLS and symptom checking, providing information about medical concepts and online medical resources, and providing information about drugs and medication. So let's start with the first option. Scheduling appointments is not a beating scenario, but it's an example of a popular costume scenario. Uh, the second option, uh, providing information about health plan details such as pricing and benefits, is not also a beating scenario. But I think this is a great example of a custom scenario that you can try to be on your own health bot. Okay. This means that the third uh, option is the correct answer. Health bot can provide information about medical condition, symptoms, causes and complications. So for me the correct answer is
0: C. Okay, so it looks like our audience is thinking the same as you, and that's C. And let's see what the right answer is, and that is indeed C. The Health Bot instance provides information about medical conditions, symptoms, causes, and complications. This comes built into the Azure Health Bot. Let's do one more question. Um, so if the user wants to force an active scenario to end so that they can begin a different scenario, which built-in command should they use to end the current scenario? Is it a help? Is it B cancel or is it C start over? What do you think would be the right answer?
1: Uh,
2: I think that the first option is, of course, incorrect uh, since the help command display help items to the user and does not break the current scenario. You, just, you use the help command when you are unsure about what actions the bot can perform. Now, the remaining two commands, uh, cancel and start over are pretty similar. The start over command restarts the current scenario, while the cancel command forces the active scenario to end, so that you can begin a different scenario. Uh, so the correct answer is B, cancel.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. So let's see what our polls have answered, and it looks like our users have also said B, cancel. So it was a little bit tricky, but everybody. Got it right, and that is the correct answer. B, cancel in order to end an active scenario, so you can begin a new one. So, in this second part of today, we've learned about the built-in symptom checker and built-in medical content and information that you can receive through the Azure Health Bot. We've also learned how to use the language understanding models that are already come in that already come. Built in to understand medical and clinical terminology. We're going to move on to our last part for today, and that's actually following our learning path. That's module number five. I encourage you to go online and complete it later on. It has some more information as well. And we're going to learn what are scenario templates, understand uses for scenario templates, and actually import one of our one of our more used scenario templates to your Azure Health. So just a brief summary of what are scenario templates. The Azure Health Bot comes with pre-built custom scenarios that have been that mostly have been offered, authored together with some of our customers. So they they really come from our daily use cases um, and are actually used by healthcare customers. Uh, these pre-built scenarios can be imported by just a few clicks. And so you can have your Azure Health Bot instance up and running within a few minutes and already come with this complex scenario that has been pre built for you. After you've imported it, you can actually configure and customize it to your own use case. So let's see together with Foteni how to actually use the scenario template and how to go to the template catalog, see which scenarios are available, and we'll do an import of one of those more and more widely used scenarios. So Foteni, do you want to take over and show them how to do this?
2: Yes, so just let me share my screen again, again. and uh, now I'm back to my Azure Help Bot in the main screen. And um, in this demo we will use the uh, triage and symptom setting scenario uh, and handoff scenario sorry uh, which extends the built-in triage and symptom shaking scenario and transitions the conversation to a live nurse. So all, all template scenarios are located in the template catalog. Uh, you can access the template catalog uh, either uh, via open uh, scenarios template catalog or navigate to Scenarios Template Catalog. Uh, Here you can find all the available scenario templates and uh, see a preview and a description of their behavior. Uh, Scenario templates are categorized in two categories, COVID-19 response templates and popular templates. For example, under COVID-19 response template, you can find the COVID-19 trials Uh, which uh, excels COVID-19 symbols based on CDC TRIAS protocol. This template has been developed in in partnership with the United States Centers for Disease Control, or CDC. And uh, here you can see the description, a disclaimer text, an instruction on how to receive a notification uh, on the CDC protocol in GitHub, and a preview of the scenario. Uh, you can also find uh, a COVID-19 frequent question, a template scenario, and uh, again you can see the description that this scenario answers a question based on its own CDC content about uh, COVID-19, a disclaimer text, and uh, a preview of the scenario. And note that if you want to import this scenario in your own health board, you should provide a True name Maker subscription key. Some template scenarios require some additional Azure resources. Uh, for example, this can be a True name Maker subscription key or a LUIS uh, prediction key. Let's close this one and explore the popular templates. Uh, one popular template is the MetaHealth Screener, which helps. Doctor, share the PSQ uh, mental health sc- sc- uh, screener with patients through a health board. Uh, you can find also the booking and appointments template scenario that have showed you in the previous demo, uh, which allows users to schedule an appointment with a healthcare provider. Uh, you can explore more of these uh, templates in your own health board. And for now, I will click on the triage Health of template and then click on Import Template. Uh, I have to wait some seconds. Okay, so this is the designer screen where you can uh, review the flow of the scenario logic and customize the flow by using the flow control, uh, conversational or advanced functionality elements in the top toolbar. If you watch the previous introductory section, you should be familiar with the designer visual interface and uh, all these scenario-building modules in the top toolbar. Now, if you missed our previous session, you can watch On Demand or go to Microsoft Learn and complete the first modules of the Azure Bot learning path. I think it's time to test our scenario, so I will click on Run. And on the right on the website I can type a message, for example, I have a headache. And you can now tr- uh, complete the trial flow and at the end the bot will ask you if you want to speak with a live nurse. And if the human hand of functionality is enabled, you will be connected with a human agent. Uh, this uh, the first part of this scenario is similar to the built-in TRIAS, a symptom set scenario that we saw in the first demo. Uh, now let's add uh, the designer and uh, you will see that our new template scenario uh, is displayed in the scenario management app. Here, you can edit the scenario name, uh, ID, description, activate, deactivate, or delete the scenario. And Of course, when you click on the scenario and go to the designer screen uh, to, uh, to make uh, some additional configurations. Uh, I think that that's all about the template scenario. I, I just want to share with you just one last thing. And Templates are a powerful tool because they help you build your own custom scenarios. Uh, when you import a template scenario, uh, you can easily review uh, the logic of the scenario, understand how it was built, and then uh, use all this information to build your own custom scenarios for the help uh, I think
0: uh, I'm done. Thanks. I Thanks, absolutely. I loved your last tip. I think it's a great tip. So new users uh, to the Azure Health Bot can just go and in, you know import some of their uh, templates and, and you know go along and see what building blocks have been used and uh, just kind of uh, play with it to see how you can customize and build your own uh, custom scenario. So so that's great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's do another short uh, knowledge check. Fotini, which of the following statements is true about scenario templates? Scenario templates are included only as part of the Azure Health Bot paid plan. Is it B, scenario templates enable organizations to quickly build custom scenarios for popular healthcare use cases? Or is it C, scenario templates cannot be customized or extended? Which would you say is true?
2: Okay, uh, let's start with the first answer. Scenario templates are pre-built custom scenarios that are available in every HelpBook instance. Uh, they support in, in both Azure HelpBook Pay Plan and Free Plan. I also use a Free Plan and I can use scenario templates, so the first answer is not correct. Let's try the third answer. Uh, this is also wrong because you can easily customize or extend any part of the scenario using either the designer screen or using code. If you are familiar with JavaScript, you can experiment with the code. And, uh, so the correct answer is the second option. and uh, scenario templates provide some for popular use cases. And uh, as we saw, uh, there are many templates related
0: to COVID 19. Thank you. So I see that actually all of our audience agrees with you, and I've answered B. And I'm really happy to see that because that's the right answer. B, you can use scenario templates to quickly build your own custom scenario for popular healthcare use cases. So we've learned uh, in this module how to create your own Azure Health Bot by using the triage and handoff scenario template. And as Fotini explained, it's probably best to start with some scenario templates uh, to test out your Azure Health Bot instance, and then tailor it to your own use case. And you can also learn from the custom, from the built-in scenarios or the the templates how to author your own custom scenarios by going along the building blocks and and really understanding how the flow has been built. And, and I think that's a really powerful tool. So I encourage everybody after the session to go ahead and import some more. Uh, some more scenario templates. Uh, let's see if we have any questions uh, from the audience. Uh, I do see that we have one question, and I'm being asked Does this support Hebrew as well? So, Azure Health Bot can be localized, it supports a multitude of languages. You can find this in the documentation. Hebrew is one of them. Uh, it does require some configuration. And um, the symptom checker, by the way, is also supporting some local languages. Um, I I think that Hebrew for for that specific one, I don't remember if it's supported or not, but you can go and and check in our documentation. But um, definitely Hebrew is supported and is actually used by one of the uh, Israeli customers or some of the Israeli customers are using the Azure Health Bot in Hebrew. Uh, Feel free to contact me directly uh, on LinkedIn, and I can give you some more examples for that. Uh, Let's see if we have any more questions from our audience. I just want to see. And um, if anybody is typing in some questions, and um, feel free to ask. Again, feel free to contact us later on. Ask any questions uh, as you may have. Uh, don't forget to join us back next week. We do have um, another interesting uh, session where we will learn some more configurations, some more enhancements to your Azure Health Bot. And the last, in in the last part, we're actually going to have. Some of our um, real users, or our real, um, you know, our real Microsoft uh, field that works every day with healthcare customers, and they'll talk about how our customers are using the Azure Health Bot. So don't miss that one as well. Um, And I think that's all the questions we have for today. I just want to make sure that I'm not missing out anything. Sorry, I'm just uh, get it here, and I'm just making sure we don't have any more questions. Uh, I think that's it for today. I had a lot of fun today. Uh, Thank you, everybody. You can find this uh, online um, at aka.ms, learn live. All the episodes are recorded. You can watch them later on. And uh, Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Nihal and Fortini for uh, joining me and being with us here today. Thank you. Thank Thank you, you. everyone. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Bye.